Sex Talk is proudly brought to you by Zebra's Crossing Very Private Game Lodge, creating amazing memories for couples for over 20 years. It's so cool to be back here with you again talking about relationships. It's really, really awesome. I feel like it's a masterclass. Like, mm. what are the problems? What is the essence? And how, how can we fix things or at least embrace change? Yeah. And in the last element, we spoke about something so important, which I think very few people talk about, which is making your relationship and making your lover important. So the extension of that is we want to go into something that is a little bit different, but like the threads, <laughs> we're going to start with some interesting threads, which are the elements of intimacy. Like what is intimacy? What yeah. makes up intimacy? What are the qualities of intimacy? So what do you think they are? Yeah. Or what do you think they are for you? Well, intimacy, I've actually, I've been asking this question since I met you mm. because it's kind of like what's sensuality, what's intimacy? So intimacy, just it's the word is kind of throwing to the air, uh, being safe, mm -hmm. being uh, close, being vulnerable, being um, completely, completely exposed. Um, and it's also allowing yourself to, to really be who you are mm -hmm. in many ways. Because when you're intimate, there's no bullshit. Mm. There's authenticity. There is, so, there is possibility because being intimate, mm. meaning, that, meaning that actually somebody cares. Yeah. That's how I feel. Okay, so let's add a few things to that. Please. Okay. Trust is a really important element of Huge. intimacy. Huge. And that might be different for everybody. But however it is that you trust mm -hmm. and whatever that means for you is really important. And we did speak about it in episode two mm. when you said, how do you make your partner feel important? It's after having deep conversations mm. that can be fun, you also learn what that you do, not just say, yeah. makes your partner yeah. feel important. So the action. But what you said there is its own element of intimacy, which is those deep conversations. Okay. Because that is an expression of intimacy. Mm, and it's not, it's not supposed to be heavy necessarily. No. And we're going to talk a little bit about that. So that yeah. was a good teaser that you okay. dropped in there. By mistake, John. T <laughs> Doesn't matter. I <laughs> know. You do some of the most amazing <laughs> things, things by, by mistake. mistake. And I love Trust them. Me meeting you, meeting my husband, all the best things in my life happen mm. by mistake. So, so, you know what? I'm lucky well, like maybe that. Maybe it wasn't such a mistake, you know? Maybe there's just something else happening that we're not always quite aware of if we'll shut up for five minutes and listen to it. Mm, thanks for that. But that's, um, no, I totally got derailed, <laughs> which was the extension of that is, is, is knowledge, okay. which knowledge is knowing about each other. Okay. Yes. And what we share. Mm -hmm. And it's really important because men and women look at this very, very differently. And it's very, very interesting to be aware of. So as a generalization, I'm going to make a very generalized statement here. Women will share knowledge about themselves with their partner and they'll share it with their close friends. Okay, so it's 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 okay in their eyes. It feels what, safe. Yes. Men will share that stuff with their partner. Okay. So when a man shares that deep stuff with you, do not. It's really important to honor and 
respect it. That doesn't mean that he's not okay with you telling people about it. Maybe he is and maybe he isn't, and you guys need to talk about that in your relationship. Mm. But the important thing is that that kind of knowledge creates vulnerability. A lot of men are not going to share that in a lot of spaces because of the level of vulnerability. Okay. And that they don't think it's appropriate. Mm. So if you sit in a boardroom on Monday morning or a work meeting and everybody's talking about what they did on the weekend, it is not very appropriate for a lot of men to share, well, this happened and I felt really upset and really, because of the vulnerability of it. That's a big topic, though. Also, what I share with you, I share only with you because it, it's, it goes back to the words thing. You can say I love you. Mm. You can say you can trust me. But one of the things to show your partner that they are being really safe with you mm. is to keep what they tell you to yourself. And that is. It's an incredibly important element of safety. Yeah, so many times uh, women tell their mothers, you know, or tell their best yeah. friends, and even men sometimes mis, mis you know, the mistrust is can come. It's a it's a great thing that, not always nice to speak about it, but you can say a lot of things, and yeah. then you have to really act yeah. on it. Yeah. Mm. Then there's a really interesting thing called mutuality. So the definition of this really is at some point me becomes we. Mm. And I see myself as an individual because I always need to do that. And I see myself as part of something else, which means my decisions, my thoughts, my ideas are not only about me. They're starting to include someone else. Okay. So that's kind of like example, like a couple um, that wants to start. What does it mean in practice? In practice. So if it's just me, and I want to go on holiday. I'm going to go on holiday when I want, how I want, where I want, with who mm, I want. Okay. When it's a we, I'm going to start thinking, so where would we like to go on holiday? Mm. Um, what would you like to do? So my holiday up till then, and if I'm this man, and I know some men who are like really big into fishing, for example, that's their holiday. They want to go fishing. Or uh, yeah, or for women of shopping, or go and play golf. Yeah. So I'm going to go for five days with my buddies, and I'm going to go and play golf every day. Mm -hmm. Okay. And what are you going to do while I am playing golf? Are you going to sit there playing with yourself? In which case, by the time I am finished playing golf, you've kind of had enough because you've pretty satisfied yourself. So you'll tell me go back and play with your balls on the golf course because balls and holes and you know <laughs> anyway all sorts of so things. So the reality is that we can. Uh, Give this excuse mm. of I never do what I want and you can say that, but the down the line if we don't create a we. Yeah. And at some point I do need to fulfill that. So if it's important for me to go and play golf for three days, then I'll do that. but not at the expense of our relationship. That's the important thing. Let's do it in a way that says I need to be fulfilled and satisfied because then I'm bringing more of me to the relationship. You need to be able to do the same for you. And that's the we. How do we do that? Mm. And I know some couples, there was a couple that I knew, and every year one of the things that they did, and they were married for, I don't know, 40, 50 years? I don't know if their marriage was really happy or not. That wasn't kind of the bigger picture. One of the things that they did was they each had a week, one week a year, where they went and they did their own thing. And that's perfect. There's not a and reason why not. And it was really, really powerful. But it came out of the we, out of saying, this is important for me. Cool. And in that, we create that, that space. 
And then another really important element of intimacy is the idea of commitment. Whoa, don't throw the commitment thing <laughs> on me. But what does that mean? Yeah, what does it mean? Like forever, you know, you know going to church? No, but some discussion of it is important because a lot of people are scared to define a relationship because it puts it in a box and puts a whole lot of labels there. And once there's labels, there's conditions, there's judgment, there's you can, you can't, I can't, all sorts of things. All of that's bullshit. Explain what does it mean because when we go because to church and we get married, we are committed to one another. Well, you can have relationships in so many different ways. And if your commitment is to create the most exciting, loving, fulfilled relationship that you can, that starts to say, how do we do that? And that means maybe we have to chuck away a lot of what we've been told a relationship should be. Maybe we need to chuck away a whole lot of what we think a husband should be, what a wife should be, what a girlfriend should be, instead of what could we be. And also it's not something you do once in a lifetime, you no, commit. because you we keep on day changing. Day. Yeah, and so, we have to keep on committing. Yeah, so part of intimacy is acknowledging the change mm. and what we can do with the change. That's a scary part because mm. I hear from you a lot of your patients come and say, she's changed. He's changed, and they blame each other for yeah. it. But change is the only. But the if you only don't think a person's going to change, then you are absolutely very, with all bluntness, fucking illusionary, because we change. Life changes us. The things that we do change us. The experiences we have, the movies we watch, the books we read, the YouTube videos, we watch, everything changes us. We have kids. It changes us. We have a different job. We move countries. It changes us. And if we have the tools to, to deal with that, it becomes an amazing adventure. It's interesting that in the bedroom, um, there is an idea, like a novelty or idea that we have to change and do a lot of things. And I've heard many uh, friends and many people that I came across saying, yeah, every day I make a different plan. I wear mm. a different outfit to the bedroom. I change my high heels. I do a different fantasy. It sounds like a script almost. Yeah. And it's not authentic. No. And that's not changed. So when you actually try to do a synopsis of what you're going to do from today to the next 30 years in the bedroom or in the relationship, like I'm going to mm. take her to this and this vacation and this year we're going to spend with my mother in the wherever. And, and this is not really changed. So this is a plan. And again, we're going back to the, to the second episode, mm. which was about a little bit about, um, trying to make a plan and trying to get a, pol a insurance policy to your relationship, which doesn't exist. Yeah. So maybe the only method we actually owe it to our listeners to give them a, a tip of how to actually, what is the only insurance policy for relationships? Um, is only to stay actually authentic and to listen to the now. And that's a bit of an abstract concept. But if I won't get to know you, really be interested of who you are today, I'm missing out. I'll never be close mm. to you. I'll never change. Actually, we know we're not going to grow as a couple. Yeah. So we're going to go somewhere slightly different okay. now to where I thought. But you triggered something really important. Go for it. A small digression first. Because one of the most important of element, one of the most important elements of intimacy is our sex and sensuality. You spoke about the bedroom. Sex. Oh, okay. Very important. Here's the digression, if I can remember it, because <laughs> I lost my train of thought a little bit. That's really okay. So 
Say what you said again. So just it was me. just a reality, uh, acknowledging the fact. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Yeah, okay, it was are... about being in the now okay, yeah, yeah. and being authentic. Okay. Mm-hmm. On one hand, it is incredibly abstract. On the other hand, it's incredibly real. And it's real when it becomes a communication of your feelings, when it becomes a sharing of your thoughts, when it becomes an expression of your touch. And... When we can have the idea of engagement. So we have two ways of being. The first is that we are defensive and protected. Now we spend 70 plus percent in our lives in a protected and defensive space because most of our lives are based on stress. Well, that's fair. So as soon as we are stressed... I mean, think about living in South Africa at the moment with the load shedding that we're experiencing. It creates incredible stress and frustration for people. I can give you so many examples from around the world. That's it. And we are not unique in that anymore. Mm. So all of that puts us in a state of stress. So we spend 70 plus percent of our lives in a state of stress. Stress means we protect ourselves. We shut down. Yeah, we're in a flight mode or or fight. Or freeze or something yeah, like we're, that. We're, That's not, what we we're not in a flow. So, so we're in a pattern because all of that is from the past. True. It's not present. The other way that we can be is open and engaged. Now, when we are engaged, we're stopping thinking too much about an outcome. We're stopping thinking too much about a solution. We are stopping thinking about... What I should do, because the stress is what I should do, because it's based on a judgment. It's based on what's happened in the past, on what could be, on what Joe Dispenza calls the predictable future, because it is predictable for most of us. When we are engaged, it's about what could be and what we could create and how we could be. And when we get into engagement, and I'm going to tell you something interesting. When couples come and see me, And they have an issue. I spoke to a couple last week on the phone who are about to begin a journey. Mm -hmm. And I said to them, so they have some huge differences. Some of the biggest differences are in the roles that they have taken, where she has taken on a very masculine role in the relationship. He's taken on a very feminine role. They've suddenly realized this isn't working because neither of them are fulfilled. We need to expand this. Okay. And I said to them, I'm not a marriage counselor. And I am not going to fix your relationship. I'm going to try and help you explore yourself to get to authenticity. And I'm going to try and help you explore yourself to get to authenticity. If that's together, then that's fabulous. But there you have a chance of happiness. So here's the whole point. Take the idea of separating or divorcing out of the equation for now. Take it off the table. Let's engage with interest, with curiosity, and let's see what we can create. And that starts to become very, very different. Mm. So not anymore, if this is not going to work, I'm going to walk away. And if you don't do this, and if I don't do that, and if I'm not getting this, because all of that is, and once you've given one ultimatum and you are still there, then you fucked yourself. And also there's no chance because there's an ultimatum. So don't do that. And if you're going to give an ultimatum, live it. My personal opinion, simply because anything else becomes kind of manipulationary. Hmm. So don't do that. Hmm. Um, 
But when we're engaged, we actually can do something very different, which can take us to where I originally wanted to go. See, you did it again. You I did something it. amazing without Before even you knowing forget, it. <laughs> this is such a vital element of intimacy, and I never realized it until I wrote something about it a few weeks ago. Play. We forget about the lightness. We forget about having fun. So when we play as adults, our games are serious. Mm. And they have winners and losers and rules and very often expensive toys and all sorts of things. And it's usually not about play. It's about uh, quick gratification. Or power or, or something. Yeah. Precision. Play. There is a childlike innocence of play that is so important for intimacy because it's vital. Vital is life force. So you watch kids play. Never mind the fact that they don't play with a toy. Never mind the fact that they don't even play with a box the toy came in. They just play. They role play and they have fun. Mm. And we call that being silly. So I feel silly if you want me to talk like a school teacher to you and you want to be a little schoolgirl and I feel silly doing that. Makes me laugh. So a movie two nights ago yeah. called Tag. And mm -hmm. it's exactly, it's about a bunch. It's actually inspired by a true story mm -hmm. of a bunch of Uh, school friends that never stop playing tag and once a, like once a year a whole month they play tag and there's a guy that never been tagged for 30 years I think I've seen this very stupid but you could see that the guy that is mm. leading the movie which is one of the guys from Hangover always plays the one that mm -hmm. gets somehow extremely injured <laughs> yeah He actually, you can see even him and his wife are so, okay, they're crazy, but they're so playful. You mm. can even see the sexual fantasy goes yeah. for a second. So it is linked. And why do you think people drink? Why do you think people go to holidays to allow themselves to play, to, take the to relax? Exactly. Away. But they don't do it naturally. No, they in don't. Those and that's exactly. Those. So for people that are doubting, mm. listening and saying, ah, you know, I can't go back to being mm. play. I'm 60. It doesn't matter. Doesn't This matter child how old is you inside are. of you. That's why we all want all these. Something to allow us. We don't yeah. need that. And I have this very serious position at work. Yeah. And I'm a very serious lawyer. And I do all these big million-dollar deals. Blah, blah, blah. Fuck off. Play. <laughs> Because if you don't, you lose this amazing vitality you and do. connection with life. You do. And you know one of the most important elements of this is creativity. True. And we get into these patterns of life that are full-stop boring. Mm. The single biggest sexual problem and complaint in long-term relationships is boredom. We do the same thing and the same and boring. It was boring 20 years ago. It's boring. It's boring now. Today. That's it. And that takes also the whole concept. Continue. Yeah. But when we're more creative, mm -hmm. not only sexually, but in life, we expand ourselves. And it creates the most incredible connection with someone because of the authenticity That's exactly of what it. I want to say. And if you watch kids when they play, they laugh and they cry. And they get over it, and they scream, and they shout, and they sing, and they just the have fun. That's it. Mm. And we live in the past. We live in the future. And play puts us right in the present. And one of the most amazing ways that we can play as adults is sexuality and sensuality. That's exactly the point. I feel that the deepest states that I've seen, even even if it was in a workshop mm. or a, a Uh, one of your classes or a demonstration or even if it was on a, uh, in a in sex parties that I've seen people play in the moment there was such amazing growth because of being authentic owning who they are owning mm. their sexuality owning that playfulness 
people that didn't own it eventually went home and never came back. They saw such power, mm. life power, life force, but they didn't know how to even, they didn't prepare the grounds for it. So yes, yeah, sexuality opened that, a whole side of themselves, but they closed it so quickly yeah. because they were scared of living. Yeah. So and maybe all this work now that you're explaining how to be in touch with all those parts of yourself – of being authentic, being playful, all these things. When you're going to hit the multi-orgasm, when you're going to hit the expanded, expanded orgasm, when you're going to hit an unbelievable role play or even just an amazing place with your partner, don't think it came out of nowhere. You have to ground it. It has to become, starting to become a part of your reality. Yeah. And then when you do play and you have a whole lot of fun, celebrate. That's true. And, you know, even like if you have an amazing sexual experience, why not at the end of it? Get up and jump and laugh and celebrate. And wow, that was so cool. Thank you. And be and feel the vitality. Yeah, I really wish. <laughs> and put it there. But when we do that, we are being so authentic. Mm. So play comes from the heart because anywhere else is not real play. And, you know, I want to take it to a story that even BDSM plays um, that I've seen in a relationship between masters and slaves. There was connection. There was authenticity. There was a true, true, deep understanding of one another. So if if you think that your relationship can't have whatever color it is, whatever background you come from, if you think that those elements don't apply on you, you're making a big, big mistake. Yeah. And if you think because... You are in this position that you do these huge international deals and things that it doesn't apply to you. You're making a big mistake because you are a human being. And at the end of this, can I tell you a Jewish story? Please do. So I like stories from all over the place. Here's a story, and I tell this one lots because I love it. Three really great, learned, wise rabbis. They're very old. They're getting ready to die and they say presumably when we die we're going to be called to account for our lives and we are not going to be asked why weren't why wasn't i like moses why wasn't i like abraham i'm going to be asked why wasn't i like john t and tomorrow is going to be asked why weren't you like tomorrow you have all of us these amazing incredible beautiful fun lively gifts and you might have forgotten them but they were there. And that's your purpose in life. And there's an amazing guy called Tom Chi, who I really love listening to. And he says, the purpose of life is to further life. So what part of you are you bringing to further life? And if you're bringing lightness and laughter and fun, it doesn't mean the serious stuff is not there. And life is serious. There's no question. And serious things happen to us. There's no question of that. And the play is as much a part of you as all that other stuff. So bring the most of you to life. Yeah, enable. Enable that part, not only the seriousness, which we have plenty of, but then when it's time to really play, play. Play. And that's beautiful. 
Sex Talk was proudly brought to you by Zebra's Crossing Very Private Game Lodge. An easy drive from Johannesburg in the breathtaking malaria-free African bush. Enjoy six luxury suites for a romantic getaway, your honeymoon, or an intimate wedding in a stylish and elegant setting, while surrounded by zebras, giraffes, meerkats, and many other animals. Zebra's Crossing, for your very private bush experience. Visit zebrascrossing.com. This is CliffCentral.com.